episode 77 on the nine point started with a dream podcast welcome to nine point started with a dream podcast our goal is to showcase the stories of athletes and the community that supports them by being authentic about their journey here's your host jacoby gillum welcome back to the podcast i'm your host as always jacoby gillum so the world of sports man is it's fun because everyone is connected in some form or way. And a few months ago, we were working on our on our magazine for magazine issue number three with LRT Sports about recruiting. And I was connecting with 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 Kaylin Elwin. She's over you know marketing for LRT Sports, and she emailed me to connect with Carly Smith, um, one of her former teammates, and um. And Carly is now working for UGA and their media department. And she was like, you should, you should, you should meet Carly and interview her at XYZ. And I got on Carly's podcast and it's called All Him. It's about faith and it's about glorifying God and how in sports, there's always that connection and with, with athletes, right? You see athletes point to the sky after they make a, make a shot or after they score, whatever it may be. And, and how they thank God after after a play or whatever, and stuff like that. And I interviewed her on this episode right here and there's you meet people in life that just have a great energy and you can just feel that and there's so many athletes out there that are like Carly and I and I and I hope you go into her podcast all him because it shares another element of sports that isn't high enough the element of faith and how it guides us how it motivates us how it keeps us going through adversity so I hope you enjoy listening to Carly's journey hope you enjoy listening to her story and how how she tries to glorify God in, 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 in her daily life. And let's get to it. Carly, the question that everyone that comes on is, when you're younger as an athlete, what was one of your biggest dreams and goals you wanted to achieve? When I was an athlete, I just wanted to play in college, truly. I mean, I played softball my whole life growing up, and I was just looking to pursue a career and get a scholarship and play at the next level. I grew up playing softball in Delaware in a really tiny county. There's only three counties in Delaware. I lived at the most southern one called Sussex County, Delaware. Both my parents strongly supportive, but I was the first child. You know, I was the first one going through the recruiting process. So for all of us, it was completely new. And I just knew Delaware. You know, I had traveled down and up, up and down the East Coast, a little bit west for softball. So my goal was basically just to get myself out there and get college coaches to see my skill level and hopefully, you know, recruit me to play for their team. And so that was my goal. I didn't really have a specific, I need to be in this conference or I need to play for that school because of that coach, because I didn't really know anything about (laughs) what the college scene was like or what being a division one student athlete was like. I had no clue. So it just worked out in my favor that I ended up going to a camp and was recruited by a coach and ended up playing at a Division One school, which was the goal ultimately was to play D1 and get a scholarship. And I had thought in college that, or prior to college, I said that I want to go down south. I want to try something different. I want to get out of Delaware. So I did go down south and I did get out of Delaware and I realized I actually missed the north a little bit even though I still live in the South now, but that was just my mindset. I just wanted to play at the next level. I didn't know what that looked like. I just knew I had the desire to push my skill level and get a scholarship and continue forward in my career because softball was all I knew, but I didn't know what was out there. Uh, I can make that so much, you know, just it's that D1 dream. It totally is. (laughs) It totally is. And 
I think nowadays with recruiting and just now even working in college athletics, my eyes have been open to that process so much more. There's so much more out there than I knew about. And I think just, you know, the game, especially now with the transfer portal and everything just being so emphasized and where you go and play, I think it's recruiting is continually, continuously increasing and more opportunities are being available for student athletes. And I think it's awesome. But I just remember looking back and I had no idea what was ahead. So for you, you said you want to be a soft, a, a softball student athlete. That was like your goal. So at, at which point did, did you kind of say, I want to go on on softball uh, over other sports? Well, you know, I played three sports all throughout high school. I was field hockey in the fall, swimming in the winter. My mom was a swimmer. She grew up swimming. So that's where I got the swimming aspect of my life. And then softball was year round. So softball had always been my number one. It was just something that I had really taken a passion to early on. And I just remember being in Little League. And um, that was before, like the days before travel ball was a thing. And I just loved it, you know, and there were so many cool opportunities. I got to play with a big league softball team that went on to play in the big league world series, you know, the things that they post on ESPN. So it just provided so many cool opportunities for me, especially early on in life that, you know, it, and it, it became a family affair. You know, my family was invested in, it. I loved going out, taking reps, going to practice with my grandfather and my dad. And, you know, I had such a strong support system, but I loved playing the other sports too. And if I had chosen swimming, my parents and my family would have been all into swimming. And if I had done any other sport, they would have been all into that as well. But I think it was just kind of evaluating my skill set in softball and just my desire to get better at it. The amount of time I spent practicing that game or looking up to other people who were playing softball ahead of me. So softball definitely was the route, but I did enjoy playing other sports in college. And I think that just helped an athlete become very versatile in all aspects of their sport when they do have those, you know, outside kind of skill sets developed based on other sports. But for me personally, I remember it was when I started to get recruited, especially in high school when I really narrowed my focus on softball. But I always kind of had those in my back pocket, just played for fun, you know, sports sports are great. I love sports. So continued with those until college. Did you hit dingers? <laughs> I was a line drive hitter, actually. <laughs> hit for contact, get on base. No, I mean, sometimes I would hit home runs, but um, I guess probably in the world now of baseball softball home runs are not mistakes home runs are intended to be hit every single swing but when I was growing up home runs were mistakes you were supposed to hit line drives to get on base get so on base. as a line drive hitter I was trying to hit it through you not past you even though I would occasionally which was a lot of fun that's awesome like my coordination isn't there so for me baseball and softball <laughs> just is not the move for me but I can run baseball <laughs> But the hit, oh, contact. I'm sure you were so fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, strengths and weaknesses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so for you, so you chose ECU, correct? Am I correct on that? Yes, East so, Carolina University. Yes. So, what about East Carolina? Kind of sold you on to go there for, for four years. Sure. So it was actually cool because I hadn't heard of ECU throughout my recruiting process at all it was just something that I guess had been blinded to me especially because I was 
up north with the northern schools for the most part, but I actually went to a school's camp. I believe it was in Tennessee. It might have been at Tennessee. And the ECU head coach was there. And I remember talking to her and, you know, we kind of shared interests. And she said, you know, I'm like Delaware girls. And for me to hear someone say, I like a girl from Delaware, I was like, uh, you do? Okay, sweet. That's awesome. So I'm from Delaware. And <laughs> so we started to conversate. And it was actually because she had just recruited and had a freshman on, no, I don't know if the girl had been on the team yet, but she definitely had committed, another girl from Delaware had committed to playing softball for ECU. She was a catcher. So anyways, my coach who recruited me my freshman year liked Delaware girls because she had already had a Delaware girl commit to her program so she made the connection there and then she had two Delaware girls commit to her program later on I ended up going to camps at ECU and I really did um I loved I fell in love with the softball field oh my gosh it was so well kept and it's just such a college town and you know you really do bleed purple and gold um when you're there and I think ECU is playing tonight. They're playing against Temple, you know, always, always rooting for the Pirates. And also I grew up at the beach. So I really resonated with the thought of the mascot being a pirate. Like I would go online to their social media and see like waves and a pirate. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be near the beach. Like that's going to be great too. Oh, it's nice. still like an hour and a half on the beach, but it's still East Carolina. You're still on the coastline. So um, I was provided with the opportunity, you know, to go down and, and play for them and also have education. And it was just, it seemed like the right fit. It seemed like that was where I was supposed to be. And it all worked out. So I know for me, when I took that step in that freshman year, I realized that college athletics versus high school athletics is like a night and day difference. So for you, was was that transition easy? Was it or was it was the game still just the same? Were you when you made that that switch? The switch from high school to college, yes, definitely night and day. I mean, you take all of the time. Like I said, I played three sports, so I had different seasons. Now all of a sudden, you've taken all of your time and put it towards one specific sport, one specific skill set. You know, you're no longer worried about running up and down a field for foot hockey. It's okay. I'm going to try to get fast for this 60 foot sprint that I have ahead of me. So it was just a different training to the body. I never, 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 I did a few CrossFit, um, you know, training classes in high school. And I know I'm probably, in the small minority of this, but I really didn't lift weights before college. I remember going there and being like, okay, I need to balk up a little bit because <laughs> I need to compete at this level. So my eyes definitely were open to a lot of things, especially in the strength and conditioning aspect. Also just taking all that time and devoting it to just one sport was definitely a transition for me, but I realized that, wow, I can really put a lot of time into this and then become good. And I didn't go with the expectation of starting or doing any of those things. I just went in and my dad preached this to me before I went. He said, Carly, all you need to do, go be Carly. Be yourself, go work hard and see what the outcome is. Don't worry about initial satisfaction of playing time, any of those things. Just go work your butt off and the process will take care of itself and, you know, love the game. And I remember that today because I think that carries over to so many other things not just softball but definitely was a process you know going from two different levels you really have to step up your intensity when it comes to training for one specific skill set 
And I know from talking with you, like on your podcast, um, that that your faith plays a big part in your life. So, so, so how, yeah. so, 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 with with that, you know, when the college lifestyle, you know, all the different, you know, different, I guess, I guess maybe like I don't know how to say it, like different temptations or different, you know, things yeah. going on, everything like that. How did you kind of just stay grounded, or how did you grow throughout your college journey? Sure. Well, again, the transition from high school to college, I think everything is just kind of magnified. So, so are those temptations. And for me, you know, that's, I went from high school to college and I thought, oh, that's just how life is now. You know, life is full of these temptations. And, you know, there, there were times where I was falling into paths and routes in life, especially my freshman year and my um, beginning years of college where you don't even realize you're falling into the temptation until you look back and say, wow, you know, that's, that's not me. That's not who I wanted to act like. That's not how I wanted to behave. And I think it's so easy to fall into the temptation because everyone's doing it, right? That's just college. It's just the theme. It's party, you know, and this, that, and the other. And so for me, it, it's tough. It's tough looking back and realizing, wow, you know, probably fell off the wagon a few times there, car, but looking back also, I can see how my faith was strengthened because God was walking with me through the times when I was wandering, you know, in the desert, but also in the times when I was at my peak and, you know, glorifying him and everything. And I think it's so funny. I got a tattoo, a cross tattoo on my wrist, I want to say sophomore year of college and I used to write it on before every single game just because you know that was my glove hand and that's what I wanted to look at I wanted to glorify God in everything and I realized looking back now even though it was still in my mind it was not at the forefront and I think when you put God at the forefront of your actions and of your behaviors then that completely changed your desires and your willingness to step out and take a different path than those temptations and I also think it just creates more of a selflessness, both in and out of your sport, because my senior year, I remember thinking, wow, this is not about me. You know, I'm here to help other people grow. I'm here to help the team win. I am here just to be a benefit to others. It's ultimately a team sport. It's a team game of life, basically. But when I got the cross tattoo, I was thinking, man, God, you know, I'm going to come up clutch. I'm going to, you know, point to you after I hit the grand slam and it's, I'm going to have success gotten because you're in it, you know? So it's just funny how perspectives shift and how much you really do mature. But initially, man, that temptation is real and it'll hit you. So definitely, um, I mean, for anyone listening, just to be aware, just to be aware, to maintain your focus on what's important and, and you know, that's God and that's, what his purpose is for you for that next four or five years you know how many ever years you're in college for we had temptation at OU like our cafeteria had Chick-fil-A all you can eat so like it was <laughs> it was so tempting every day for my freshman year to walk in there and, and, and not get nuggets five times in a row right <laughs> uh yeah I went and got the nuggets the the breaded things with the little uh fried nugget in between you know what I'm talking about that sounds good. I don't know what you're talking about, but if I need to get one. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Chick-fil-A breakfast with the little bread. Oh, a little, a little minis, little minis. Yes, the minis, the minis. Oh my gosh, that was like the daily. Those were my pirate thoughts. I thought I wasn't actually spending money when I went to Mesa, so 
<laughs> for you, I remember I was, I was looking on your on your on your stat sheet, and you were you know killing on third base. Like your third base, then was it second? Right? I remember you talking about that. Yeah, uh, short third base, left side of the field. So you were like the Golden Glove of of ECU softball. Ah, uh, no, negative, <laughs> negative. I but I did like to play in the dirt. That's for sure. So, so throughout that whole journey, you know, as, as, as being, you know, the college athlete and what was like your, 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 your greatest memory from that whole experience? I would say, I mean, my, my, um, my time at ECU was definitely different. It was a unique experience because my coach, my freshman year was not the same coach that I had my senior year. And I think a lot of people go through those coaching shifts and transitions. So looking back, I mean, there were so many highs and then there were also so many transition moments. So to pick just one is so difficult, but I definitely would say looking back my senior year, I just loved the camaraderie that our team had. And that's when it really was, my eyes were kind of awake to the fact that it's so much more than just being there to be you know, playing softball, so much more than stats and playing time and all that stuff, even though it's so important still, it's just, you just get a different perspective. And I remember when, you know, I would just sit down with our team and we would have a Bible study or we would be on the bus and we would have some meetings beforehand. We, we just, we would just put everything in perspective. And so I think for me, my favorite moment looking back was my senior year when you just had that friendship and that sisterhood amongst your team those were the best times and and while you were doing you know you were being the athlete you were also covering the athletes you know you were doing yeah. what, what, what were they called carly's corner or <laughs> so we had a segment that was towards the end that was after softball season my senior year called carly's camp with the k two k's <laughs> that was so much fun and and what about I guess like why did you kind of go look into like that kind of media the reporter route sure I had always growing up been like I want to be a sports broadcaster but I thought that was kind of like walking on the moon like I want to be a man <laughs> I want to be an astronaut you know I want to be just think of some career that's ludicrous to your current lifestyle. That's kind of what it was. And in high school, I got a glimpse that, oh, okay, this could actually be true because I did shadow some of the local reporters and kind of got a feeling of what this lifestyle is like to be a sports reporter, what it's like to be in media. But then I went off to school and I was still focused on softball in the very beginning. And, you know, that's the main priority and everything. So it wasn't until I want to say my last two years of college that I was like, no, like, let's make this happen. You know, let's pursue this and actually get after it in terms of, okay, I, I think it's a fantastic career. It's a competitive industry, but let's go for it. You know, let's be all into this. And I don't know what made that, you know, confidence in me just to, sprout up and be like yeah let's let's do it let's pursue this but I'm sure glad it was it was definitely the Holy Spirit but I'm sure glad it sparked up because I absolutely love what I do but I think it was just um, constantly taking little opportunities whether it was writing in a, a digital magazine whether it was interning with a company that covered 
you know, maybe women's basketball at the time or whatever the case was, just taking those little opportunities and continuing to grow my skill set at the time. And so for me to see those opportunities line up and see where it led me to today has been really awesome. And I'm, I'm sure glad that I did go for it. I, I think that's so true because there's just so many athletes that I want to get into, you know, broadcast and they want to work for ESPN. Kind of, I was, I was one of those kids growing up out there. I want to work yeah. for ESPN. So, so for you, if, if you can like have your dream job, you know, and like, like what would that look like? Oh man, that's hard for me to pinpoint exactly what, because for me, I have no idea what my dream job will be. I know that I want to be a reporter. I would love to be on camera. I would love to be on the sideline interviewing someone. I would love to be in an analyst booth. I absolutely love watching a game and talking about it and looking at stats and learning new sports. I mean, I have so much room to grow in all of that, but eventually that's what I would love to do. So I don't know if there's a specific title. I don't know if it's a reporter or a sports broadcaster but it's an all-encompassing thing too now especially with digital media you know someone could be reporting something on the sideline and then two seconds later creating social content for a team so I have no idea what my end-all be-all goal will be it's I know whatever it is I'm gonna let God lead me to it and it'll definitely fulfill you know all the passions that are in my heart right now but I would think if there's one end point I would just love to be telling the stories of athletes and their life in sports because gosh sports are so cool I mean it really is so much more than a game and I know that sounds cliche but I mean you just look at things that happen someone hits a home run and it has a significant impact on events that had happened you know in their life or it's just God shows up in super cool ways in sports and I know I'm drawn to it for a reason so I just it's going to be interesting to see what he does but you know what if I happen to replace Aaron Andrews and that's my end career, I'm fine with that too. So <laughs> hire um, me. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. like, like, like I'll just say that like I watched through your videos and like and I listened to your podcast and, and you, you, you legit have like that, that announcer voice, the way you just present yourself oh, and such. So, so you're like, you're like legit a, like a one with this stuff. So the so props to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so so how did you land up at UGA? How did that happen? Again, I mean, I hate to keep pointing. Actually, I love to keep pointing it back. Only God, because after school, I had spent some time doing Carly's camp and working with ECU Athletics, and I loved it so much. I had made such great relationships with the staff there and just, of course, the athletes there hold such a special part in my heart. But, you know, I was actively seeking new places, new schools to go work for. I had a few schools in different college divisions that I was interested in. And I remember applying for the job and just waiting. I had, I mean, I think I probably applied for over a dozen jobs within the past two weeks, you know? So it was kind of just in the jumble completely. I was like, all right, who's going to, which lottery am I going to win? Who's going to take a chance on me, you know, as my first out of the gate kind of real time gig. And I remember talking, I had a phone call with my boss here at Georgia and it's fantastic. And he said, he'd get back to me. Well, shortly after did get back to me and said, you know, you have about a week to decide 
And me, again, northerner, little Delaware girl who had gone down south to North Carolina, I was like, all right, I think I'm going to go head back up north now where I can wear a scarf in October and it's now 90 <laughs> degrees. But God had other plans. So here I go heading down to Georgia. And I just said, okay, you know, if I'm meant to be here, I know God's going to bless it and it's going to work out. But it was it was really scary. I did not know anyone. I have never been to Georgia, except we did play Georgia in softball one time, but that was just a quick tournament in and out. So it was just definitely a whirlwind. I didn't know where to live, reached out to people. It was just an exciting adventure. And looking back, oh my gosh, I had no idea what was coming my way. It was seriously, it's so incredible to see um, just how God like really provides abundantly more than we could ever ask or imagine for. So what I thought was just putting myself out there and seeing what the luck of the draw would be, which job I would get first turned out to be the most amazing opportunity that if I could go back over oh, 11 times out of 10, I would take this job right out of the gate. It's been such a blessing. I love it. It's almost like you were kind of working in faith. Oh, completely, completely. I think so many people too, after college, it's, it's just like the stress of, okay, I need to get a job. I need to move here for my career. But it really plays out in perfect timing because if I had gotten a job immediately out of the gate, okay, I graduate May 4th, May 5th, I start my next job, I wouldn't have had that time at ECU to continue to work on my craft. And I think that was all part of the preparation for, okay, now I'm going to move you to Georgia and it's going to be crazy and you're not going to see it coming and it's going to hit you in the face and you're going to have to pack all your stuff up and leave. But when you take that leap, you're equipped and you're prepared for each step of it. So it's just cool. I think a lot of times we don't realize that we're, we're meant to take on different things and go different places and it might come at us quick or we might not know what's on the other side, but oh my gosh, it's so worth it. I I read this, this thing on somewhere the other day and it was saying it was that God gives us more than, more, more than we can handle, but we trust in him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, Luckily, because you know we don't have to handle it ourselves yeah so so for you you're kind of now you're in Georgia you're eating eat some good southern food and, uh, <laughs> a little yeah <laughs> awesome. so so in this mix of you know landing in Georgia working for the athletic department you know being being a game day and on all of that you decided to, to launch a podcast what what inspired you to to take that media challenge on you know being in georgia there's so much going on by the way i would like to like to point out i still don't drink sweet tea i'll drink what? unsweet tea so i still have my roots i still have my roots to me <laughs> but no being in georgia and having a crazy schedule i mean anyone who works in athletics knows that it's a seven day a week job and you know all hours of the day it's kind of can be filled with sports. I mean, sports are ongoing and, and we love it and that's why we do it, but it is busy. But last year, my first year in Georgia, I had been on a few different podcasts and I kind of had the idea, Spirit just had given me this idea to combine sports and faith. I mean, you always see athletes with bios that say Jeremiah 29-11 or you see athletes give credit to God the first thing in a post-game speech. So, I thought, how cool would it be if I turned on the TV and was watching a 30 for 30 on how, you know, 
I'm just going to pick a random athlete on how Cam Newton, how God was at the forefront of his life. And, you know, this certain event happened and he saw God show up in that. How cool would that be to learn that side of it, especially for people who are looking for motivation in sports and want more out of it. And so I just thought, okay, that's a cool idea. You know, maybe someday in the future. Well, then I was doing a few podcasts with other people, was getting the ideas. People kept sparking the idea of, oh, yeah, you could do that. You would be good at it. And I was like, okay, sure. I hear you, God. Okay, motivation. But I actually got a microphone sent in the mail to me from someone that I did a podcast with. And I was kind of like, whoa, I, okay, I really am physically equipped with everything I need. You know, I have my voice and I now have this microphone and I have people who are really firm in their faith and are doing things with sports that would just be fantastic stories. So, you know, it's a lot. It still is a lot. And I think we've talked about this before. There's times when you really don't feel like editing or reaching out to someone and trying to find and dig to get that new story. But I really do think that God puts passions in our heart and desires for a reason. And when we follow those, he creates time and allows us to get things done that on our own, we definitely wouldn't be able to. So even though it's probably, you know, a lot on a plate, that's how I personally think I was wired to do multiple things at once and to, you know, kind of have my hand in various things and I know God's going to bless it regardless. So if that athlete it's mind, been a journey. It's that athlete mind that, you know, and just uh, yeah. want to do it yeah. all. Yeah. I mean, think about that when you're a student athlete, you've got to go to class, you've got to go to practice, you've got lifts in the morning, then you've got study hall. Uh, you try to have a social life, you know, mm. got to put God first still. So it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of different things going on at once, but I think it's cool because then you get to do a lot of things at once. <laughs> so let me ask you this. So if you were to like pause or get, I guess like go back in time, right. And you can, you can, you can talk to like eight year old Carly Smith in Delaware. What, <laughs> what would you tell her about the journey that's coming? Get ready. Buckle up, girlfriend, because you have no idea what's going on. Oh, gosh. I would, I would literally just say, you know, Carly, be yourself. No matter what you're going through. I know my grandfather, who used to be so close to me, used to um, tell me before every game, he would go, JBK, just be Carly. And that's kind of followed throughout my career. But I mean, seriously, just be yourself. And again, that's probably a really cliche thing. But no matter where we go, the world is constantly, you know, changing us and transforming us. But if we keep God at the forefront and we just keep him with us throughout our journey, it's cool how he transforms us and changes us and matures us into people. And I feel like the more I've matured, the more I've really become myself and stepped into who I was created to be. So if I could tell myself when I was eight, you know, what to do, I would say just, you know, be yourself and just be Carly and be joyful and go out and work hard and commit your works to the Lord and love people and love God and, and try to do all those things that, you know, just be who God made you to be. J- well, it was JBK. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what my grandfather used to say all the time. He'd go, JBK. <laughs> I, may, great. I may steal that, JBJ. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> it's, a, it's a great reminder. It's, it's funny, too. Um, God will use people in my life to tell me that. They'll just say, just be Carly. And they would have never known that that holds any type of significance to me. But watch, it'll start showing up in your life. I love it. So, so one question for you. So your favorite verse, favorite verse, what, what is it? Wow. I would say probably one first Corinthians 13, four through seven. It's the love verse, which I've always thought was like mushy gushy only for weddings and everything, but it's really been transformative. I think love is transformative as a whole. Um, do you want me to go into why I like it? Yeah, go for it. I actually have it on my wall so I can read it um, just while I'm on the podcast, but it says, love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. And if that's love, then that's exactly what I want to be. So a verse that I used to think was only shared in holy matrimony at a wedding is something that I take into account every single day of my life. Because if God's love and we're created to be more Christ-like images of God, then I want to be loved and I want to be all those things. And there's things where I probably check off two out of whatever on the list. You know, I'm not batting a thousand, that's for sure. But I want to try to because I think all of those things are just fantastic and if you can encompass you know at least one of those as a person then you're on the road to something really cool that's awesome that cover ever really hits every aspect of life yeah it does it does wow carly like when i talk to you ever i get inspired and like i feel like the holy spirit and stuff because i don't know like i feel like like, you, like i can tell that like, you have a heart that's like really just pure for stuff so good i'm glad talking with you right now Oh, gosh. Thank you. Thank you. It's really, it's only God. It truly is only God because, you know, just got to ask him to speak through you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, so last question for you. So where are you at social media wise, websites, let me find more about you. So I believe I am at Carly Smith underscore 17. I think that's all my that's my social handle for everything. It's kind of basic. Okay. 17 was my number in college and first name, last name. So okay. <laughs> at Charlie Smith underscore 17. It makes it easy to find. So it works. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, Carly, like it's really, really great. It's great talking to you and great connecting with you. Um, the last few oh, weeks yeah. and I look forward to seeing you on, on the big screen. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> I'm like, I interviewed who her. Knows? <laughs> well, who knows? Like, literally, I think it's so cool. Um, just like the connections that God gives, you know, they're not accidental at all. So really appreciate it. <laughs> well, enjoy, enjoy the rest of your night and, and try some sweet tea soon. Uh, no, no thanks. <laughs> Yo, thanks for listening to this episode of the Nine Point Started With a Dream podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please comment, share, leave a review. We would love to hear your thoughts. You can find more athlete-driven content at ninepoint.com. Till the next episode, you're only one opportunity away. Peace.